This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. In breaking news, leading scientists worldwide are conducting experiments to determine if Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. However, it appears the study was inconclusive, as the scientists couldn't help but eat all the Reese's. Because when you want something sweet, you can't do better than Reese's. Find Reese's now at a store near you. Hi everyone, Tim Kitzer here from NBA Jam and NFL Blitz, and you're listening to Growing Up the Same with Trayvon Edwards and Jason Madison. Boom shakalaka! And now, here's your starting lineup. Trayvon Edwards, Jason Madison. Boom shakalaka! And today, we are joined by our special guest, Roy Bellamy. Welcome to the show. Yo, what up, fellas? I'm very happy to be here. I know you guys do a great job on uh, the entire network of Count the Things. It's just tremendous record uh, network, so you guys do a great job, and I appreciate being on right now. I appreciate it, man. Roy Bellamy is a producer of the Dan Levitar Show with Stu Gatz. And now it's time for the one or the two with Jay Skills. Trick Daddy or Luke? Oh, shit. Oh, man. <laughs> Oh, wow. You really threw that out there so quick. Yeah. Started off with a stumper. Oh. Growing up the same is heating up. I, I think I have to go over a trick because that's that's my generation, you know. Uh, Luke was the generation before me, but Luke down here started it all. Um, and Trick got his career started because of Luke. But I got to go with Trick because he managed to – make a career for himself and he did an excellent job doing that so yeah TWD for me Fat Joe or Rick Ross oh Fat Joe definitely Fat Joe like uh Rick Ross is good you know he, he, he but I, I gotta go with Fat Joe definitely Fat Joe Pitbull or DJ Khaled oh DJ Khaled see Pitbull Mr. 305 turned into, you know, Mr. Worldwide. I, you know, like, you forgot right. all of us down here. So, yeah, DJ right. College, my man. Scarface or Miami Vice? Miami Vice. Because Scarface didn't make Miami look beautiful as Mike, uh, as Mike, as uh, Miami Vice did. So, I'm going with Miami Vice. Miami Vice had the better soundtrack. Uh, it had the better direction. And... He had the cooler characters, and uh, and Al Pacino is not Cuban, so you know he's not exactly playing. <laughs> sure. You know, <laughs> yeah. essential characters. Yeah, that would be an issue with that nowadays. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> South Beach or Little Havana? Well, the studio is on South Beach, so I'm going to go with South Beach. Little Havana is where the ballpark is for the Marlins games, uh, but I don't usually go down there unless it is a Marlins game. So I'm going to go with South Beach because I'm kind of used to the area. Disney or Amazon? I don't think I should answer that question. <laughs> I, 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 I really don't think I should. Yeah, like <laughs> that, I might uh, disparage the uh, company. So uh, that's, right. we got a non-disparagement clause in our company, <laughs> in okay. our contract, you know, when we left. So uh, yeah. Amazon. <laughs> <laughs> Dan or Stu Gatz? Dan, because he's paying me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. I, I don't mean to hurt Stugatz's feelings. He's my man, but, you know, I know my where my bread's buttered. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. Yeah. Greg or Chris Cody? Oh, Greg Cody. Greg yeah. Cody. If it wasn't <laughs> for Greg, Chris Cody wouldn't be here. So, first off, and uh, Greg's right. just, 
just a guy that I want to hang out with. I, I want to get drunk with Greg Cody, just drinking light beers, even though I don't drink right. light beers. <laughs> Corporate Mike or hockey surfer guy? Ugh. Can, can I pick neither? <laughs> yeah. I, like, yeah. I'd rather go with hockey surfer guy because at least, uh, you know, it's hockey. But uh, right. Corporate Mike is like, no, I'm not, I'm not. I'm not down with the corporate. I'm not down with the corporation. So corporate Mike, you can yeah. toss that out of there. Right. Alec or Billy Baldwin? <sighs> you know, uh, Alec Baldwin's made the better movie, so I'm going to go with uh, with Alex there. Uh, Alec there. Yeah. Demon of debate or penalty box? Penalty box. Penalty box. Because yeah. I woke up today as a Christian, so uh, I'm definitely going with the penalty box. Unless you want to call it the sin bin. Which, right. Uh, we call I like box around here. Yeah. Funniest moment of the sports weekend or weekend observations? Weekend observations because I like I like the the ping after every everyone. Although it's getting a little bit the beginning's getting a little bit annoying to me. Like so and so is back. I'm like okay, that that's that's a little annoying. But I'd rather listen to that. Uh, instead of you know having to pick my own thing for funniest thing from the sports weekend, like I gotta comb through what happened. What happened this weekend? I don't know anything that happened that was that was funny this weekend. Like right. so, I gotta go off the top of the dome on that. So I rather just sit down and listen instead of do work. Right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Panthers or lightning? Panthers or lightning? <laughs> I live in Miramar, Florida which is down the street from Sunrise, Florida, which is where the Panthers play. Uh, so I'm going to have to go with the team that I actually cover down here, which is the Florida Panthers. And besides, uh, uh, ah, forget the Lightning. Like, uh, I don't like the Lightning. They're a rival. Yeah. Florida Marlins or Miami Marlins? The Florida Marlins are the ones that actually won the championships. So I'm going to, have to go with the Florida Marlins with the uh, the teal uniforms, with the the black the black caps or the teal caps from 1993. Yeah, I'm going with the Florida Marlins. It, the Miami Heat or the Miami Dolphins? See, the Miami Heat have won championships in my lifetime. Uh, the Miami Dolphins won in 19. 19- 71 and 72 so was it 71 and 72 or 72 and 73 I, I i don't remember but in my lifetime the heat have won the championships and the dolphins haven't so i'm going with the heat right king roy or princess claire princess claire <laughs> for sure yeah i'm proud of her <laughs> yeah so mina or pablo oh mina i'm going with mina because you know it's mean of kinds, you know. Pablo, Pablo will understand. He will understand. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> He'll still probably still be angry at me, but still. Vanilla Sky or Fight Club? <laughs> I only caught half of Vanilla Sky. Uh, yeah. The last half, which included the the that song at the end where Tom Cruise was singing with Paul McCartney for some reason. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Fight Club was a better movie, I think. Right. Step Brothers or Dumb and Dumber? Ooh, uh, Dumb and Dumber. I'm going with Dumb and Dumber because I think it's a funnier movie. Um, and it's more of a movie that I grew up with. So uh, I'm not saying that Will Ferrell was not funny. It's a funny movie. But Dumb and Dumber was a better movie in my opinion. 
Mighty Ducks or Happy Gilmore? Happy Gilmore. Happy Gilmore, because it was a funny movie. It wasn't a hokey kids movie like the Mighty Ducks. It didn't involve a fake play like the Flying V, which doesn't exist. Like if I ever see a hockey team use the Flying V, like right. the puck could be turned over. And then you yeah. have nobody in transition. To nobody on defense. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so yeah, that doesn't make any sense yeah. to me. So Happy Gilmore is my pick, and also Bob Barker got a <laughs> he beat the shit out of Adam Sandler. So yeah, yeah. Uh, that's Happy one Gilmore. of the greatest scenes, greatest fight movie. scenes, and yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, League of Their Own or Field of Dreams? A League of Their Own because it's a true story. I mean, right. it, like, and we're talking about women playing baseball, right? Yeah, man, that, like that's a good story to tell. So uh, a League of Their Own definitely. Right. Well, Field of Dreams starts with a true story about. It starts uh, with a true story, and then ghosts show up. Wow. Yeah, exactly. The Red Sox yeah. were involved. Yes, that's that, yeah. yeah, they were involved. Yeah, yeah. but yeah, yeah, League of Their Own is, I think, is a better movie. Yes, uh, yes. <laughs> the Replacements or the Little Giants? I hated the Replacements, so uh, I'm going with Little Giants. Uh, little Giants. It it's a kids movie. Yes, I thought it was a better movie. I was just annoyed by the Replacements. Like, I don't believe that Keanu Reeves can carry a quarterback character in a movie. Uh, right. I don't believe that Gene Hackman can coach football. He can coach basketball, probably, but not football. Right. And I, I didn't <laughs> like the kicker. So, yeah. yeah. But I did like Orlando Jones in the movie, though. Yeah. Where is Orlando Jones? He hasn't done a movie in a long time. Doing he's his doing thing, TV. Man. He's doing TV. Say, he's still doing yeah. his thing, man. Yeah, he's on a TV I was, show. I, I think it's American him. Gods, I think. American Gods, I think. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He is on American Gods, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So uh, he's getting work. He's getting work. Right. Uh, MySpace or Tumblr? <laughs> uh, what is Tumblr? That's, Tumblr is the one that swipes left, swipe right. No, no, right. that's Tinder. Oh, that's Tumblr. Tumblr. Is, Tumblr is the one where it's like just all pictures. Oh, um, well. Tumblr because it's more recent and nobody uses MySpace anymore. I, I can't believe I got Timber and Tumblr mixed up there. <laughs> Tumblr and Tinder, yeah. yeah. Um, Reality or Adnan? Oh, man. That's probably the second toughest question that you've asked me in this, yeah. in this set of questions. Mm. Man, I wish I could say it's a tie, but yeah. I'm going to go with Tony Reale. That's my yeah. man. Yeah. Both very enthusiastic guys. Yes, they very much <laughs> both are. And one of them's Canadian. So yeah. Right. And that's the other thing. I don't I don't know. That's a tough yeah. question. I hate I hate the fact that I have to pick one. Yeah. But I grew up watching Tony Reale. I grew up watching Around the Horn, even when Around the Horn had Max Kellerman and the uh, disembodied voice. Oh, that came on before PTI. Yeah, I grew up watching that, so I'm going to go with uh, Tony on that one. Shout out to the stat boy. And shout out to stat boy. Gus Johnson or Joe Buck? <laughs> uh, man. See, at a point in time in Joe Buck's uh, career, it sounded like he had enough. Like he didn't want to be there anymore. I don't know why. I don't know. I guess he was, he said he was going through a divorce. He was having a tough time. He was losing his hair. He was using hair plugs, so he wasn't he wasn't doing a great job. But I think he bounced out of it. I think he's doing well now. So I'm gonna have to go with Joe, even though Gus is exciting to listen to. 
yeah. But all the highlights you see on Gus Johnson is end of games, you know. So right. I'm, I'm going to go with uh, Joe Buck on that. Kevin Harlan or Mike Brain? Oh, Kevin Harlan. Uh, I had a person who I worked with who said that Kevin Harlan had the voice of God. Uh, <laughs> that's what she thought. So, uh, yeah. and Mike Breen obviously is just—he's Hall of Fame caliber, but right. he's a Knicks broadcaster. So I'm going to go with—I'm going to go with uh, right. Kevin Haller, uh, Holland there. Would you rather be reincarnated or go to heaven? Go to heaven? No, <laughs> like I want to come back here. Yeah. Why would I want to come back here? I think I'll you know go up there to heaven and you know. Have my uh, golden mansion and, and whatnot, you know. Call just it a day. Out. Just hang back. Yeah. yeah. Would you rather be a millionaire for 10 years or a billionaire for two years? I have to lose all my money after all that. Yeah, you you would go back. You would go back to like minimum wage or something, just like a regular. God, damn. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay. So there's no chance of putting my money in investments on a trust or. Right. <laughs> no, it's a, it evaporates immediately after that 10 year or that two year period. So if I buy a baseball team for two million for two billion dollars, do I lose the baseball yeah. team? Yeah, then you ha- you lose the baseball <laughs> team. To okay. Derek Jeter. All right. So oh, God, oh man. Uh, so <laughs> if I buy televisions or an Xbox or a PS5 and whatnot, at the end of 10 or two years, are those getting repoed? You could keep all of your other material possessions but except for any like large entities like a a house or anything but all everything else you can keep okay so i can't keep a house. shoes and and uh your phones and all that stuff your clothes all that you can keep man i can't keep a house huh no i can't uh, keep the house <laughs> wow so i'm gonna keep the house i'm in right now <laughs> right spend all my money on stuff yeah and then lose it yeah, I'm going with the two billion dollars. That's just that's just the way it is. Get all that spending okay. out of the way now. Yeah, right. <laughs> uh, Kim or Kanye? Neither. Like, I'm not picking either. Like, yeah. no. Sorry. Next question. <laughs> the shipping container or the pirate ship? Um, the original name was the shipping container of frightened refugees. Um, I'm not a refugee. I'm American. I'm an American right. citizen. I was born in America. Uh, so anyway, um, I think I'm going to have to go with the pirate ship because that's what's now. Uh, you know, that's what we're paying for now. So pirate ship. Podcast or TV? Uh, um, you know, they say that podcast is the new now. It's taking over for radio. It's uh, there's no more newspapers. Radio is going down. So everything is digital. Um, I don't need to be on television. I'm just a lowly producer. So I think I'm going to go with the podcast because at least I know what I'm doing there. Right. Ryan Tannehill or Tua? Um, it depends on the team. Uh, you know, like if I was Alabama, I'm going with Tua. If I was Tennessee, I'm going with uh, Ryan Tannehill. But if I'm the Miami if Dolphins, if you're in the NFL, I'm going with Deshaun NFL. Watson. <laughs> <laughs> if you're in the NFL and you're a GM and you had to pick one of them today, today I'm going with uh, I'm going with Tua today. 
yeah. if I'm building a team, I'm building for the future. Towards the future, Ryan Tannehill right now is the present on the precipice of being the past almost. So I'm going with Tua. Eddie Murphy or Dave Chappelle? Oh, my God. Dave Chappelle as a philosopher, I would if if we were put into a category I would, uh, for talking about today's issues, I would go with Dave Chappelle. Comedy, I would go. I don't even know because Eddie Murphy's comedy has, you know, not aged well. So, right. which is why I'm really looking forward to whenever his Netflix stand-up special is going to uh, going to be. I'm really looking forward to seeing what his comedy has evolved to. But yeah. just based off of nostalgia, I'm going to go with Eddie Murphy. Mike Tomlin or Andrew Luck? Mike Tomlin. Let, yeah. let, let me tell you something right now. Um, when... The Miami Dolphins were looking for a coach. Um, it was between Mike Tomlin and Cam Cameron at this at that point. Cam Cameron was the Chargers offensive coordinator, I believe, right? So he did a very good job with their offense over there. And Mike Tomlin was an up-and-comer, you know. And I believe it was... Randy Island, I think. No, Jeff Island. That's his name. He was the general manager, and they met with Mike Tomlin. And at the end of the meeting, I swear to God, they said that Mike Tomlin was too hip hop. Mike, Mike Tomlin. Tomlin? <laughs> Mike Tomlin. Yeah, Mike yeah, Tomlin, so that... who's basically an army uh, sergeant, right? An army general. Yeah, they called like... him too hip hop, and then they went with Cam Cameron, and then the Dolphins promptly went one and fifteen. They were lucky to get that one win. And then Mike Tomlin went on to win a couple of Super Bowls. So, yeah, I'm, I'm just like, I've always had a huge problem with that. But Dolphins round up getting with Brian Flores, the GM, Chris Greer. So I'm good with it now. But still, I would always pick Mike Tomlin. You know, yeah, I would have picked I, him. That, I, w- I would never think that anybody would confuse Mike Tomlin with being too hip hop. In hindsight, but, yeah, sure. <laughs> yeah, uh, that's a crazy assessment of him. Um, but I, I love him whenever he speaks and whenever you guys uh, pull clips from his uh, post-game speeches of yeah. just not blocking and making it out of there alive. And, We're just oh, trying oh. to get out of there alive. <laughs> yeah. We can't believe Yeah, we made it. <laughs> more, they made more plays than us. Like, every, all his platitudes are just amazing. I really love it. We gave up big plays in critical moments. On defense, can't have it. Uh, they converted a, a, a long run on a, on a possession down before the half, unacceptable. They had a 70-yard touchdown late in the game, unacceptable. And so um, we're, we're fortunate tonight. Um, it's good to, to proceed um, with the victory. I acknowledge that. Uh, but not a lot happened tonight to be proud of or to be excited about. Yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> Football season or baseball season? Baseball season. I grew up playing baseball. I'm a baseball fan, and I'm, I'm, I'd rather sit down and watch a baseball game, especially at the ballpark. Um, and this is a guy that actually covered the Dolphins for a few years, so I'd rather be at the ballpark, just watch baseball. Yeah. Drinking out the Stanley Cup or tossing the Lombardi Trophy? Uh, 
it i mean the shit that people have done with the stanley cup it makes me want to rethink my decision but i'm going with the stanley cup knowing that on their on the 24 hours that these players have with the cup each player has with the cup they've done stupid things like shitting the ball pissing the ball eat ice cream out of it eat cereal out of it put the baby in it you know that sort of thing but it would be because at that point it would be in the locker room it would be after the championship it would be drinking out of the stanley cup filled with champagne nba top shot or bitcoin uh i was looking at the stocks today and it it early on was not great everything went down but yeah I just don't understand how this top shot thing is going to work out. And Bitcoin right now just went back below 50,000 per share. So I think I'll go with Bitcoin for the time being. And then the last one, your mama or Bofa? Your mama, because it's harder to work in a Bofa joke than it is a your mama joke. Because my your mama jokes usually or play it off of whatever response that somebody gives me. It's, by the way, I don't just do your mamas just to do your mamas. I do your mamas to people who insult me or who try to like joke with me or yeah. whatever, you know? Yeah. And like, I'm not just doing it because somebody said it, said something to me, you know? Like, oh yeah, well, how, you think, uh, how you think the Dolphins are gonna do this season? I don't know, actually mama. I'm not doing that, no. Right. I'm talking shit to somebody who talks shit to me. Plain and simple. Right. So, your right. mama. If you can fucking count, you'd be a fucking astronaut. Man, uh, oh, man, George, your mother's an astronaut. He talked about your mama, man. He playing you for a punk. He playing you and your mama for a punk. Man, I wouldn't take it. I wouldn't take it, man. I wouldn't take it. I'm not your astronaut. My mother ain't no astronaut. Say it. Your mother ain't no astronaut. Yeah, well, cool. Well, let's just get off mama, because I just got off yours. Keep my mama out of this, brother. <laughs> She's out. She's out. Cool. What time do you want me to bring the bitch back? <laughs> there you go. Well, that was the one or two, Roy. Thank you. Yes, sir. Hey, listen, guys, I want to tell you guys about a dope new program that's about to drop on ABC. It's called Soul of a Nation. It's a show made by black people for all people of the country about the black experience in America. This show is fearless with the truth is going to make you laugh is going to uplift you it's unapologetic in the story that it tells about black folks in the history of this nation man soul of a nation is a six-part series super powerful and you will not be able to turn away from this thing i can't wait for you guys to see it it's coming on abc this tuesday night make sure you watch it this tuesday night on abc soul of a nation it'll be on at 10 p.m eastern standard time 9 central 7 pacific on abc it's called soul of a nation on abc make sure y'all check that out man you was asking some tough questions yeah man, man i was, I was had, had my man pleading the fifth <laughs> he didn't even really want to answer so contractually he can't answer overall <laughs> So um, we're going to go into some hobbies, man. Um, tell us about Roy's relationship with playing baseball. I grew up playing baseball. That's a sport that I loved as a kid. Um, 
you know, when I was watching baseball as a kid, it was usually either ABC or NBC. That's when the games came on. The World Series at one point was on CBS. Like, it was just a good time. We had TBS. We were watching the Braves on the Superstation. And, you know, I went out and I played Little League all the way up to high school. And uh, it, it's, it was just... It was just a great time in my life, you know. Like I've had friends uh, on the baseball team that you know that, that were really good in my life. So yeah, and I mean I can honestly say that I actually hit a home run in a major league ballpark. So I mean baseball has been you know to to quote uh, a famous guy, very very good to me. Did you have any uh, favorite baseball player? No, I was more of a team guy. Uh, you know, I grew up as a Marlins fan, you know, like that first team. Now, <laughs> that 93 team with Chuck Carr and Gary Sheffield, Jeff Conine, Benito Santiago. And I was like, that was, that was some a classic fun roster. names, though, man. That was really a fun roster, yeah. And classic, on through. Crivio Perez, yeah. Stolen base title. And then eventually, 97 happened. And that was a fun time in the city. That was like game seven against the Indians who hadn't won a World Series since like, what, 1940-something? Like, oh, man. Hearing Bob Costas' disgust in his voice because the Indians didn't win, having that one in extra innings in game seven, oh, man. And that game came down to the wire, a sack fly, late, late, late in the game, tied the game. Like, wow. That has some good memories. Yeah, man. I still got some of the sickest uniforms from back in the day, too. Oh, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. The just uniforms trying. they have now, though, uh, I just happen to have uh, the new Marlins cap here, as you can see. Uh, it's uh, kind of a, like a pinkish red. It's like a blue and black. Now It's giving, it's giving me Vice City feels. I feel like they, they the city is embracing that. Yeah, but when you look at the uniform, because they mainly – where they all black jerseys like you can't see the names you can't see the numbers it's very hard to see from a far distance and mm -hmm. announcers don't like it they do not like it oh i mean it's baseball they don't like nothing <laughs> yeah, yeah they don't like no change man they don't like change at all but you know like uh, i was listening to a podcast about uniforms uh with paul lucas and chris creamer mm -hmm. uh they know everything about uniforms and uh, paul lucas is like you know what? They need to tear that shit down and start over. I'm like, well, well, well damn. <laughs> <laughs> it reminds me of UCLA one year wearing black uniforms. They yeah. were so pissed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it, it's bad. It's bad, but it is what it is. Yeah. Jason, you were about to say something? Oh, no. I was going to say, like, I feel like they should go back to their old uniforms. That was my favorite. Like, yeah. yeah, exactly. They go so hard. They go so hard. But I mean, hey, you know, with, with uniforms, it's very rare. They kind of wait like 20 years to roll out something that people really loved and see that, oh, nostalgia works. But they're constantly trying to upgrade and fine tune. And but, you know, me rooting for a team that just kind of like got their nose up. The Yankees has never really kind of got swaggy with it. It's just pinstripes and no mustache. So yeah, that, that never that. I felt <laughs> the same way about the Atlanta Falcons. The Atlanta Falcons had one job and that was to go back to the uh, Deion Sanders uniforms. Deion, yes. That, they had that was one the job. <laughs> yeah. Like the Super Bowl uniforms. Like, that's it. That's it. They had one job. And then we saw what they brought out. And I was like, 
What the hell is this? I don't understand how so many teams now have like all of these different multiple colorways, like in different sports, like the Padres wear like blue and gray and then brown and tan, or like even the Heat, they wear like pink and blue and then it's like black and red. Like, how do you guys have so like the Jazz do it? It's so many teams like. Why can't you guys just have your normal colorway? Well, there's backstories to this. The uh, Padres, who are back to brown and like what beige now, that's how they originally came out. And the Heat, that's a, that's an homage to the Miami Floridians, and they, they had like the the pink and the orange or whatever. So, so yeah. So there's usually a backstory to that. So we also have you as a first. To mention, what's your connection with barbecue? <laughs> oh, barbecue. I don't think anybody's connected with barbecue. So you're first. Yeah, I grew up loving barbecue. My dad always made barbecue on you know the holidays. You know, I always look forward to the the barbecue on the holidays because that was great. Because I thought my dad had the best barbecue. You know, like he didn't smoke them though. Like it was just charcoal. Put the ribs on the grill. Put the chicken on the grill. Sauce it. You know, got the seasonings on it. Slice the well. I had to, well. You just put the ribs back on the on the you know the the baking pan and put it on the stove. I had to slice the ribs myself. You know, and put the chicken on there and just enjoyed like Fourth of July eating barbecue, seeing the uh, the fireworks and whatnot. So yeah, that that and that barbecue love has grown over time. So now I'm at 37 years old watching uh, barbecue pitmasters on. Uh, the discovery of America and whatnot, you know, I'm just watching how these, these, these pit masters do their thing, you know, and over injecting uh, stuff into the brisket, uh, the choosing the wood, they have their own smoker, custom smoker, custom grill and whatnot, you know, like it's a science, you know, just like, just like uh, alcohol now is a science, like craft beer and, uh, and spirits and wine is a science now. Like, uh, was it Vince, Vince Wilfork? That was, yes. uh, <laughs> Vince Wilfork is a, is a spokesman for Kingsford. So, mm, yep. <laughs> yeah, so he's out here dishing out the uh, charcoal and whatnot. So, yeah. Oh, yeah. We have him on the show you, to talk about it. And, so, are uh, you, are you a master on the grill? No, I'm not. I'm not a master on the grill. I mean, I'm not, I'm not bad, <laughs> but I'm not, I'm not a master. You know, I cooked a steak on the grill for my wife's birthday. Uh, I think I had it on there too long, just a little bit too long, but uh, she liked it, so it came out good. See, there you, you go. That's as long as she liked it, man. As long as she liked it, hey, yeah. Let me ask both of y'all. Do y'all mess with the air fryer? Yeah, we I have got, an air fryer. I, I got an air fryer. I'm, I'm a firm believer of it, hey, for sure. That shit is so fire. It just came out of nowhere and changed the game. <laughs> 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 I, I tried cooking with the air fryer, you know, like, I don't know how to exactly do it because I, I, I got chicken breasts, right? Mm -hmm. Boneless. Uh, I just put, I just drenched it with flour, you know, and then put it in there. That thing came out as dry as the desert. It was bad. So I, I really have to figure out how to use this thing. Yeah, I think it just varies. Um, you probably have to turn the temperature up just a little bit more than what it's listed because you gotta think about it. it ain't it the settings ain't the preset ain't for us no 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 it's, no. it's you know what i'm saying it's for the others so you gotta yes. turn it up on the us level you know how we gotta crank it up an extra 10 15 
Yeah, you gotta uh, go by yeah. feel on that. Yeah, and, exactly. Uh, they don't go by feel. So they when was the first time you actually got a chance to to hop on the grill for the first time? Ah, uh, for the first time when I actually got my grill okay. <laughs> here at the house. Okay. That was the first time I had to figure it out. Like, all right, I got a nice little because it was given to me. It was a used grill. Okay. It was given to me as a gift. And I'm like, okay, all right, this little Weber here. I'm gonna use this thing. I'm gonna figure out how to cook for fire. You know, I'm just gonna, I'm gonna figure it out. And the first thing I did was I cooked a turkey for Thanksgiving on that thing. And I thought, and my wife thought it turned out well because she smoked the turkey, mm -hmm. right? Um, but I was, man, I had, I was running around with a, like, because I had two turkeys that year. The, the other one was in the oven, you know, backup, just in case that one, you know, screwed up. So I was running back and forth trying to check on both turkeys. It's like it was a crazy day. But uh, nobody that came here had the smoked turkey. They had the regular turkey. Everybody was like, oh, this is the best turkey I ever had. Oh, yum. And then we had the smoked turkey. Like she liked my wife liked the uh, smoked turkey better than the conventional turkey. I was like, oh, well, how about that? I'm there proud of myself right, right now. <laughs> like, wow, my first thing. Ever on the grill, it turned out great. So, I remember I like a, a homie of mine. Uh, he played in the league. He bought one of these crazy grills. I'm talking about <laughs> crazy ones, right? Yeah, it has all, it's like shiny and all this other stuff. It came in a box. So wow. his girl was like, "Don't pay nobody to build it." Yeah. So he paid me five hundred dollars. I stayed in the garage and built it. But. <laughs> You know the part where you have to hang the propane part on it. Mm. I was nervous because he's like turning and he's dealing with gas. And I was like, I hope I didn't shortchange or like didn't right. do it right. Because it took me like literally like three hours to build like from scratch from like every little piece. Right. And we did it and he gave me the 500 bucks and I was like, cool. Like I wasn't really tripping because it was like whatever. But it was one of those. It was one of those situations, man. But. I wonder how his first cook turned out. Yeah. I was gonna say, how did that work out for him? Yeah, oh, I mean, exploded on him. Nah, everything <laughs> everything worked out, but it just was funny because he winked like he did it. You <laughs> know what I'm saying? And I was just like, whatever. Like I don't care. You uh, know, personally. Yeah. Well, Lisa's uh, his girl didn't ask him how'd you do it. Uh, you know what? Do you right. put this right here? Or like, how long did it take you? And, and then he had to lie to her. Yeah, I mean, right. technically, you already lied to her, but you know. But, you know, I, I hope his first cook turned out well because if <laughs> if it didn't, right. he blamed you on that. Yeah, facts, right? That's yeah. that's the thing. Roy, I wanted to ask you, because um, obviously you're like a noted hockey fan and being black, you know, it's not a lot of black hockey fans and players. Well, we you know, we got P.K. Subban, we got Vander Kane that are, you know, like superstars in hockey now. But growing up, like, like when, when did you get into hockey? When did you fall in love with it? What's your whole like hockey story? Well, I, I watched hockey. Uh, it was the playoffs. This it was the '92 Cup final. It was Pittsburgh and Chicago, uh, and I really liked the Blackhawks. You know, for some don't ask me why. Maybe it was the goal horn. Maybe it was maybe it was everybody yelling at a Chicago stadium. Uh, Maybe it was that. I don't know. And then I got, I saw, I forgot about it then. And then I saw another game, 93. It was 
the Bruins and the Sabres and stayed all the way through on that one to overtime and this player named Brad May came in and he made he made this move past Ray Bork who was the defenseman for the Bruins and uh, he beat Andy Moog and scored in overtime to win that game. It was like, wow, that, that took a lot of skill. And then I found out the Panthers came was coming down here. So I became a fan of the Panthers. And I haven't stopped. I've always been a fan. And growing up, I mean, the only black players that I saw growing up was Grant Fuhrer, played for the Oilers, played for the Blues, and um, Dirk Graham, who was the captain of the Blackhawks at that time. Like, I like, th- I mean, think about it now. Like, a black player, a captain of a hockey team. Yeah. Like, and then he became head coach of that hockey team. Think about that. A black head coach in the NHL. Like, between him, I haven't seen a black captain since... Uh, I guess it was Bryce Salvador was a captain, but before that, it was Jerome McGinley. Like, I've only seen three black captains in NHL history, personally. So, I mean, we got a long way to go. There's about 30 black players, and there's been about 30 black players for the past five years in this league. Like, there's not a lot of ups and downs. You know, it's just, we... There's a lot that needs to be done, and they're really trying with their diversity uh, yeah. inclusion. But there needs to be there need to be more ranks in areas that black people are, and it needs to be less expensive because equipment is expensive, travel is expensive, you know, being on the team is expensive. So all of that needs to be worked on for it. If they want more black people to play, if they want more black people to play hockey, right, make it affordable. Make it easier to access. So you're from Chicago? Oh no, I'm from Miami. Oh, okay, I saw. But you were saying you like the Blackhawks anyway. Like yeah, I like the Blackhawks because you guys, of that series. You guys didn't have a team. Yeah. Really, in the nineties, the, the Panthers are an expansion team. Yeah, uh, well, I had to pick one. Right. So, and yeah, no, I start. I started off. Uh, there was this guy in my school. His name was uh, Archie Priceman, and he was a big fan of the Red Wings. And uh, so I started off with. Fedorov and all of them that like you know mid to late nineties <laughs> like that was you know they were the they were the team of the decade you know what I'm saying so yeah, that, that was my entryway in the hockey yeah was 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 liking the Red Wings then and then I, I just kind of started following along you know the Kings obviously we got Gretzky like kind of in that same era yeah. so you know in L A I was like okay I, I messed with the Kings and then like um, my ex girlfriend she was a huge huge um, Sharks fan. So, so we went to a bunch of Sharks games. We went to some Golden Knights games in Vegas, which is cool. Yeah, Um, uh, their their whole arena, their rink is really dope. Great Uh, presentation, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, yeah, I just I kind of just fell in love, and just you know, over the years, just got deeper and deeper into the hockey, hockey life, hockey world. Then I started betting on hockey. Yeah, there it is. Yeah, (laughs) start playing the puck line. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. I need I need that uh that that Tampa Bay minus one and a half. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yep. And you notice the Red Wings that shift. So yeah, happy. right. They, yeah, that's crazy. Like, how many times do you see a team that's like a legacy team in any sport go from you know being on top for almost two decades to like bottom of the barrel? 
Like I, that's yeah. kind of a weird thing to see. Yeah. I mean, other, the, than, other than the Chicago Bulls, sorry Trey. <laughs> it's all right, man. Sorry, right. they looking good, man. Shouts to shouts to uh, Zach Levine and in, in, in the game. Well, it works yeah. in waves now. Uh, uh, the the Redwings are just about ninety years old now, I guess, and uh, it just it's ups and downs. Like early they were winning, then they started losing, and then they started winning again. Gordy Howe. And then they started losing again. They went through a lean time. And then they drafted Steve Eisenman. And then all of a sudden, they, around 93, 90, 94, these Russians started coming over. Yep. And then 95, they're in the cup final. They lose that. And then in 96, they're in the conference final. They lose that. And then 97, 98, boom, standing cup yep. champions. And then they went again a couple years later. Like, it happens. That sort of thing happens, and I guess shout out to Scotty Bowman. <laughs> right, <laughs> for sure. So I guess I want to ask you the, the question that's, you know, on my mind, and I think for people listening who who heard about you, who, who know a little bit about you, um, how did you decide to become a producer? When did you meet Dan? How did that all start? How did you get to where you are in, in your career? Well, uh, at the very beginning, I was watching a Heat game, right? Um during the free throws, you know, you know, you got the ribbon board that goes around. Uh, let's go heat and whatnot. During the free throws, that stops because, you know, you got to concentrate at the line. And then the advertisement comes on for that small amount of time and said ESPN 790. I'm like, oh, wow, we got ESPN radio station down here now. Okay, I think I'll start listening. So I turn it on. And it was around Super Bowl time um, in Jacksonville. And one of my favorite comedians of all time, Frank Caliendo, um, he's doing his thing on Radio Row. And I turn, I turn it on. He's on Radio Row with this radio show with some journalist from the Miami Herald and some, some other guy, whatever. And I'm like, all right, I think I'll start listening to this now. Was it, was it like 4.30, 5 o'clock now? Yeah, I, I think I'll start listening to this. And then I got to know him a little bit. And I'm in college now, and I start writing into the show. I become a fan of the show. Start writing emails into the show, you know, because they ask for emails and whatnot. That was that was around the time where people actually could interact with the show, you know. And they used to play games like uh, what athlete connotes plants, like Tria Rollins, you know, Brandon Flowers, Derek Rose, you know, that sort of thing. So I was. When they ask for a list like that, I just turned them out, turned them out, turned them out. So, uh, so they got to know me that way, and then I started doing. I started. I started doing. I started attending like live remotes when they were actually doing live remotes because Dan was like, you know what, I'm done with this. I'm not doing any more remotes. I'm done with this. <laughs> but at the time, I was going out there, and then they got to know me by name, got to know me by face. Um, and I was. I did a college project on sports media. And I was able to interview Dan for that. And then I decided, you know what? Why don't I just ask for a job? You know, because at the time, Stu Goss was the general manager. So he was doing the hiring and firing. And I asked him, like, is there a job application? I was going, I was literally going up to the office because they know me there too, because I was winning prizes and whatnot. So they knew me there too. And then I just saw Stu guys like, hey, Stu guys like, Roy, hey, like, all right, 
I would like to get a job application. Maybe I can do something. It's like, yeah, yeah, we can do that. We can get you in. And I got in. I originally got in as a office assistant while working on the morning show. The morning show was the Sid Rosenberg show at the time. So I was technically a paid intern, even though <laughs> I was, I was right. being paid for the hours at, at Sid's show and then coming back to the office doing my thing there and then leaving at five. And then uh, somebody bought the radio station. Uh, I think it was Lincoln Financial at the time, bought the radio station. So everybody moved from the corporate office to the radio station. And then that's when I became uh, associate producer for Dan's show and then became producer for Dan's show. And then we went on ESPN and then eventually got hired by ESPN and then fired by ESPN, and now we're here. <laughs> yeah, that's a that's a pretty dope story, man. Yeah, I, I always wanted to know because I I follow you guys, like I said, and I uh, you know definitely seeing you, I'm like, how did he get hooked up with this <laughs> this bunch of guys? Well, it's a long, winding, fifteen year road, like fifteen yeah. years doing this. You don't usually yeah. see that, like at no. Don't you yeah. see that? But 15 years, that's a long time. Yeah. Now it's dope. And you guys have built, you know, the best sports show, you know, on on the airwaves. <laughs> I won't say on radio, on the airwaves. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so that's dope, man. And now you guys are independent. And, you know, I still tune in and I'm looking forward to see what you guys got, got up next. Uh, yeah, we, we got a lot of things in store. So uh, just everybody listening, I hope you are. Uh, I hope you enjoy it. All right. We have one question that we ask all our guests. What advice would you give your 18-year-old self? <clears throat> um, <clears throat> what advice I would give my 18-year-old self? Wow. Um, I would say have a lot more patience. Try not to be angry or resentful. And take thing, take more things in stride. Because you don't want to be, you don't want to be that guy. You don't want, you don't want to be bitter. You know, you don't want to blame others for something that happened to you, even though it could very well be that person's fault. You really don't want to uh, linger on that. So, you know, you work hard. Just when you see an opportunity in front of you, take it and don't be resentful when something happens that knocks you down a peg or two because sooner or later you know life's gonna be over so enjoy it while you can and just be happy for sure that's a great perspective man well we want to thank you for being on the show uh i guess trey had to get, run off real quick but uh Nah, man, it was great having you, bro. I appreciate you. Uh, good talking to you. Hopefully we could link up in the future. And, um, you know, I appreciate your representation just in the sports media world. It's definitely needed. Well, we won't hook up again, Jason and Trey. We definitely will get back together again. You know, I'm available anytime you guys need me. So thank you for having me on. Appreciate sure. you so much, man. Yeah, no problem. Growing up the same wins the game. Yo, Rob. Yo, I mean, what's the biggest complaint I always have whenever we record these podcasts? 
besides Jerv being too sleepy, um, I think it's you forget to name a couple things. You always want to talk about some extra stuff. Oh, man. It's the worst feeling in the world. When we get done and we say cut and I'm sending the files to Rob and I say, shit, I forgot we were going to talk about this topic or that topic. Well, guess what? We're not going to have those problems anymore. If you go ahead and download the Stereo app. That's right. Go to Stereo.com slash Darth Amin and make sure you are linked and subscribe to us. And we're going to talk about all of the different things that I always forget about. This is a great app. Every time you guys are listening to this pod, you say, oh, I wish I could chime in. But you're listening to our pod. You can never chime in. It's pre-recorded. Guess what? With stereo, you're able to have your voice heard. You can ask real-time questions about either the pod episode we recorded or whatever we're talking about at the time. It's great. It's a forum for you to listen to your favorite podcasters. That'll be me and our, yours truly all at the Count the Things Network. And we're going to be out here. We're going to do this regularly multiple times a week. Just hop on stereo. Download the app. Subscribe. Follow Darth the Mean. Follow Talk Hoops. Follow Trayvon. Follow Big Waz. All of us. You know who we are. You search for us on the stereo app. You will find us and subscribe to us and be a part of these conversations real time. Have the ability to ask the questions that you want to ask. Stop us when we're on some bullshit, as we are frequently. And, of course, catch some content that goes above and beyond what you listen to in the podcast you already love. Again, that is the Stereo app. And you can follow me, Stereo.com slash Darth Amin. You can look up everybody else by their handles. Their handles are all the same as what we have on social media. You can join us multiple times a week. I love Stereo. I'm on the app talking all the time. Follow me and get notified every time I go live.